And so it is Christmas. And what have we done? Fuck all because of COVID. Pretty Thanks much. a lot, COVID. Thanks a lot, <laughs> COVID. It's all your fault, COVID. Fucking COVID. I'm Weymer. I'm Lewis. I'm Steve. And it's, it's about, about that time. You're listening to the Everyone But Us podcast, straight from the heart of London. Yo, what's up, everyone? And we're back. And welcome for the end of year special, the Everyone But Us podcast. Make some noise! Yeah, my name's Waymar. I have my two brothers, Tango and Cash. No, actually, Lethal Weapon. <laughs> Black and white, Lethal What's Weapon. Uh, Myrtle and Riggs. 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 Yeah. Diplomatic community. I've got diplomatic community. <laughs> no part of sex mix in here. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to all our South African people, if we've got any listening. Yeah, what's you. up man yeah so what's up we're back for another episode end of year special how are you guys doing I'm alright I'm off work until the new year now and it is now the 20th 20th 21st 20th, 20th of December so I don't go back until the new year so I'm all good and I'm sitting at my house with these two people <laughs> thanks mate <laughs> having a <laughs> having a catch up and it's alright Life's good. Good to hear that. So mate. basically, you've done fuck all. I have done fuck all. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, as for me, I've got a few more days of work to go. Um, nice. Finish on the, I finish on the 23rd, so I'm taking Christmas Eve off and then I'll be back in on the 27th. But uh, yeah, just been working, finishing up with that. Um, went out this weekend recently for uh, John's birthday. I know it's the whole Omnicron and all that shit, but I've been triple boosted with my fucking communist fucking juice so I was good to go to hang out with them mm. hang out with a few friends at a tap house in, um, in Hackneywick oh, so nice. yeah, yeah it, was, it was nice nice evening so happy birthday to John if he's um, well he probably will listen to this Mr John Carter check out his podcast The Carter Chronicles The Carter right. Chronicles big up to John by the way you have gone full fucking hipster there haven't you tap house bar in Hackneywick no, it was a tap house, not a tapas bar. Oh, I thought you said tapas bar. No, no, that's why I said it. Like, no, it was a tap oh, house. Right. It was a tapas. All right, all right, all right. I'm tapping out. <laughs> <laughs> tap, tap, tap. Yeah, I finished work on uh, Wednesday, so I'm looking forward to the break. Go back on the 4th. So by the time people oh, are shit. listening to this, I'd, I'd be on holiday on my feet up, hopefully. Oh, damn, you get, like, full time off from Well, work. I've got to take some time, use some of my holiday, but, you know... Oh, what? So you actually could be working over Christmas if you wanted to? Yeah, I could be, but I just prefer to be at home, just chilling, man. And I enjoy yeah. Christmas. I enjoy it. Yeah. Get to catch up on loads of films, I guess. Yeah, no, exactly yeah. that, man. Exactly that. Have you seen the Christmas Chronicles? No, what's that? It's Explain. With, it's with Goldie Horn and um, Kurt Russell. It's a proper kids' Christmas film. Like, it's actually pretty cool. What is it? An old film? Or no, what? no. It's like there's a f- number one and there's number two. Proper showing myself here now, but yeah, it's basically a, it's just a Christmas like family film. Like, it's actually really good. So, no, you I watch mean, it, it's it quite an old film. Like, no, like, it's literally it just came out, came out probably the first one, probably came out around 2015, 2016. I see what film I did enjoy was the one, um, Elf. Is it Elf? I was about to say that, myself, Will Ferrell. Suppose, yeah, that's weird because when that come out, that never seen it before. I don't think that done well when it first come out, but it slowly turned into a classic. Yeah, like you yeah. see, like a lot of pillar cases, bed cases, like posters. Do you know I what I mean? I think it probably did all right when it come out. If I if I remember rightly, what when did that come out? Two thousand and three, that come out. Yeah, 
Wow. Oh, wow. 18 years ago. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's a long time. My daughter loves that film, man. Like, we watch that every year. I think that's one of his, one of his first films. I know one, uh, he did um, that old school. You seen that? It's sort of old like, um, it's like an American yes. Pie sort of type, type of film. He did that. Yeah. No, they, they were, what, Anchorman, that was like, um, Anchorman was like That was a bit later, I think. Anchorman yeah, was like Anchorman. What, after Elf? Yeah. I think so, Elf. yeah. Like he yeah, said Elves. Yeah. It's Elf, isn't Elf. it? Yeah, yeah. Elf, just Elf. Elf. Anchorman was 04. Oh, so a year later. Oh, shit. Oh, wow. yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, we don't want to stick on the Will Ferrell fucking movie, movie <laughs> phone, but I think his best film, in my opinion, is Talladega Nights. That's really funny, man. I've got no, that DVD, Anch- man. Anchorman. I love, Anch- I love Anchorman. Anchorman oh, is so funny. Man. So funny, man. When they all like, meet but, up in the, to, have, to have that fight. Yeah. It's that's just stupid, I thought man. Anchorman 2 was shit, though. But, uh, yeah, it wasn't as good. It wasn't as that good. It wasn't as good. Yeah. But the first one was a good film. It was just really ignorant, innit? Like, proper... Yeah, yeah. Just ignorant. There's not many individual, like, actors that I could say, like, I've seen a lot of their movies just because he's got them in it. Like, Arnie, obviously. Yep. But like, yeah, Will Ferrell, definitely. If I see he's in a movie, I'm like, this will probably be all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh shit, talking about Arnie, I also want to make a correction. I said Arnie was in the film Cobra on the last episode. That's incorrect. It was Sylvester Stallone. Who who corrected you? Was it Carter? Of course it was. (laughs) He used his white privilege to correct me. See that shit. I thought he was going to mention that last week's episode when I mentioned John Carter because he had a bit of a bone to pick with us regarding Pantera versus Sepultura. It's true. Yeah, a lot of people were like fucking... He messaged me privately to berate me about our our collective choice. Finnish opinions are like... Opinions in it, like not everyone is. They're like arseholes. Yeah, Everyone's I, got one, and they all fucking stink. That is the most boomer <laughs> fucking like saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Talking mm. about boomers, I saw a funny meme today. My mate posted up Sean, Sean Gelino. He said, "Uh, the meme was kiss of uh, boomer juggalos." <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god. <laughs> Or kiss fans are or kiss or kiss fans is jugglers uh, for boomers, Damn. but uh, but yeah, this whole Sepultura versus fucking uh, Pantera debate, yeah. which is kind of what it's turned into. I know Dimmy from Belgium said something about it on our pay or Facebook. Uh, a few people said the John shit obviously about it. said something, but I mean. What do you guys think? What what's so for those that don't know, we're talking about on our last episode. We was uh, referring to something called verses, where you get two artists that go against each other, song from song, song 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 verse song, and uh, me and Steve was debating Pantera versus Sabatoa, and I was rooting for Pantera, and he was rooting for Sabatoa. I'll make it clear, I loved and still love Pantera's like first three like I stand by I love them albums probably would pick Sepultura though between the two of them is it because do you think it's harder music or is it just, just what is it uh, without going too deep or trying to put it on the spotlight I think do you know what I don't even think because I, I don't sit there and analyse things man I don't sit there and like Same. think about it it's just how it makes me feel and Sepultura I, I love Sepultura I mean especially that live concert they done but my thing for me is I feel like Pantera had the bigger impact. Pantera was a gateway to listening to music like Sabotura and... My, see, my, my personal introduction into like heavier metal was literally at the time of Cowboys From Hell 
and I think Arise was coming out at a similar time. So to me, them two bands, they were the coolest fucking two bands around. Like out of the two bands, I probably obviously I know more Pantera songs, obviously from gang clubs yeah. in a club setting. Pantera would always win over simple touring tunes, like because yeah, they yeah. just like gets people going and shit yeah. like you know what I mean don't you think there's a lot of purists though in this I'm not digging this out on anyone but there's a lot of purists like you listen to our, that album I listen to the something yeah, discography yeah, from 1976. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like, I think there's, sorry to cut you off there, I think there's purists in everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. Like, not just music, sport, film, TV, dramas, everything. Like, there's even purists in probably classical shit as well. Like, I mean, in terms of literature and that, like books. Oh, this all this guy's a better author than that than this guy because like he didn't fuck as many wenches as this guy like or some shit like that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like that's, that's how, it's true, it's how deep people will go into it. Like for every for every person where they'll go, oh, I fucking love Iron Maiden, man. Number of the Beast is amazing, and you have some sort of like quote purist going, yeah, but you know. First album was the best album. Yeah, yeah. the, de- the demo was the best. Matter, I'm, I, I'll admit, I'm sometimes like that. Oh no, no I, I, I love sometimes. I love their, Everyone is a I prefer bit. their first album. I prefer the earlier shit than the later yeah. stuff. But at the same time, there's people who get into music at different different ends of a band's career, exactly. or if they're still going. So you getting into it when they first begun when you was a teenager. 20 years later this band is still going and this, this teenager is now getting into the band at this particular era yeah. but at least he he or she has got all that to go back to to listen to and to see exactly. how this band has progressed in that up until the particular point where they're at so it's music man just yeah. fucking enjoy it it's like. there for enjoyment and also like that's that's the, the important thing about it is it's, it's totally dependent on when you get into it and what your first impressions of what is called I, I may, um, I've I would back you up on that point because when I started listening to Sepultura and that I hadn't heard Chaos AD and Arise and all these, Beneath the Remains and all these other albums yeah. I just heard Roots yeah. and some of the other shit that they'd done after like yeah. Soul Flying I know it's not it's not Sepultura but I heard the other shit then sort of yeah. like the the new wave of metal that was coming back the new metal shit and that like so comparing that era to their early shit for someone like you you'd be like yeah, what the fuck's this shit like yeah. yeah but you catch yourself doing it in the end you catch yourself doing it Oh, yeah, it took be. me a long time to catch myself doing it. I'm not going to lie, man. There's been many occasions through the years where I've been just like, yeah, that's shit, ain't it? <laughs> but, but you know what I mean? You get a bit older and you start seeing it like, no, kids have still got the same love for it. They've just got love for different bits. Or that's different. it, man. It's just because when they, when they hit the scene, that's what was cool. Like. That's it. No, but do you know what I fucking loved about Pantera, man? Was the videos. Because it was like four guys that were just like, uh, have you ever watched the Pantera videos? Pantera no. used to like release videos of them being out on the road, just doing jokes. People will know what I'm talking about when I say Black Teeth Grin and Big Val, and you just fall in love with the band, like yeah. the personalities. Dimebag, no one, no, I'm, I'm sorry, hands down, best guitarist. No one can lace his boots, but no one can touch that guy in guitar, man. He, he had his style. He had his own style that he carved out, man. And I don't think anyone since Dimebag has played that way. Nah, but he used to play. The way the thing is, he didn't just play the solo. He used to just be cool with it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And the squeals. Nah, man, you can't touch Pantera. But let's go. We're going to do a quick song for song. What are we saying? Five songs? Yeah, go on in. Now, you most probably will win this. 
Because I know people no, listening to this will say, oh, no, you know. Actually, my favourite... <laughs> no, not this particular one. I think Steve got his ones wrong. <laughs> yeah. Mr. John Carter. Why, why did Steve not mention... <laughs> To the Wall, because I like To the Wall is schizophrenia's best song, and it didn't mention anything from Morbid Visions at all. <laughs> so the way verses work is, an artist will play a song, and then the other artist will play a song, and it goes back and forth, and then the, the general public decides. So Steve, do you want to go first or something? Like, oh, are you making me go first? All right, all right, I see. What are you playing? Hum it. All right, all right. Let's go with a let's go with a favorite. A fan favourite. Refuse, resist. All right, for that one, I would go with Walk. I'd vote for me still on that one. I like Walk, but I don't think that's Pantera's best tune. Refuse, refuse this I is a hard you, I song. I think you fucked up there, to be honest. No! Got him, what's next? Uh, all right, all right. Arise. Oh, shit. Mouth of War. No, I'll win again. No, get the fuck out of it, man. <laughs> <laughs> Arise is a hard song, though. It it's two man. different styles, really. One's fresh, one's yeah. more groove metal. Yeah, it's true. But um, No, I love that song, but I did win. Uh, <laughs> uh, beneath the Remains. Oh, jeez. Fucking hostile. I still think I'll win that one as well. Oh, shut <laughs> up, man. You're just being biased, man. <laughs> yeah, of course I am. Yeah. Uh, what are we on number number four number now? Four. Number four. Uh, Steve wins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just just so everyone knows Steve wins this one as well. Uh, uh, territory. I'm broken. <laughs> Fucking southern groove. Yeah, I think you All right, finally, I'm going to go with inner self, and nothing you can say will beat that. Domination. Yeah, see? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway. You even use Cowboys from yeah. Hell, man. Cowboys from Hell would have beaten a few of them. No, but I can't go Cemetery Gates against, and like... Cemetery Gates. Yeah, shit. I was waiting for you to play one of uh, Saboteur's love songs. <laughs> no. <laughs> the breakdown of Cemetery Gates is fucking hard, man. Yeah, that's, that's such yeah, a, yeah, that's yeah, such yeah. a song, man. Yeah. I really like Hollow as well, that tune as yeah, well. Yeah, Hollow's hard, man. That's fucking banging. Anyway, man, two le- legendary bands... Rest yeah. in peace of Dying Bag. I was gutted when Dying Bag and Billy Paul as well. I think, Paul, yeah. I think no, the lesson we can learn from this is music is subjective. Everyone likes what they fucking well like. Exactly. Enjoy it, love it. Because there's nothing better than loving a fucking tune, man. So don't let anybody ruin that enjoyment. Wait, now we're talking about music. Can I just tell you what I've been watching? We don't have to talk about it too long, but oh. The Beatles get back. Now, I ain't the biggest Beatles fan, right? Yeah. It took me about a couple of weeks to watch it, to be fair. But at the end of it, I was like, wow, this band is fucking amazing, man. Four guys in the room just fucking writing songs. Do you know what? They're amazing musicians as well. When you watch it, they'll be trying to write a song and then they just start playing a cover song. And the amount of cover songs, they must have played about 20 or 30 cover songs, like, and they're playing it good as well. Yeah. I think they were a covers band, weren't they, to begin with? Oh, were they? they? I think, well, I think I don't know much about the Beatles, to be fair, because like you, I'm not, I've never really been a fan of the Beatles. But I think most bands back then started out playing covers and then you'd integrate some of your own songs into the set gradually while you learnt your chops, like you'd go around just six nights a week doing covers. 
Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Think that's kind of how it used to work back then. Playing fucking tunes at the cabin club. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do want to watch that though. Actually, that's on Disney though, isn't it? I ain't got that. Yeah, it's on Disney, but like, just play the. I think you can get Disney free for like a month or something. So just yeah, yeah it's like a trial. Yeah, but it, it was just amazing, man. Some of the fucking classic songs they come up with, and like, it's funny, right? Because. They had these two four tracks and this four track is like the size of your fridge. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and it looks like fucking, you know, like Star, um, Star Trek sort from yeah, the 60s with the big dolls and that. <laughs> but it looks like they're in some sort of fucking scientific lab. They played the songs live and recorded it live, man. And I was thinking, yeah. I feel like music today is just too perfect. Like, don't get me wrong. I think that's the way sonically kids hear music now. Yep. Yeah. But it just every, every like with these triggered drums and everything, everything's just yep. it's just it, it's literally could be a dance song because it is so yeah. triggered, yeah. so quant- quantized. You're right, with me. Everything nowadays is just too fucking polished and too flawless. I think I might I might have said it on this podcast previously, but I know I've said it in the bands or whatever bands I'm in or wherever I'm hanging out with. Like, there's just so many new young bands who just feel that they have to pay three thousand pound or four thousand pound or whatever it is they're paying for, like four tracks for their demo which sounds too over fucking polished you hear it and you go oh okay that's cool then you see them yeah. fucking play live and they're like he's a shit I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say any band because I'm not gonna be like that but we all know it we all yeah. know that we've heard a band it doesn't matter whether it's heavy hardcore whether it's punk whether it's metal you've heard a band that's had this demo which is like oh this sounds really good then you see them live and they're just shit yeah, we, we were saying before you got here about how there's some sort of character on older recordings that you just can't, you can't get it now. It could be anything, like even just like hearing the hiss of an amplifier Ex- yes. in between like a yeah. break. Do you know what I mean? If there's a pause in the music before a breakdown or something, you can just hear the amp like... Yeah. Like something, just something little like that and it just adds a little bit of flavour to it. You can't. You just don't get it anymore. Or there's a bit where someone might have just spoken, and you, they've obviously forgot to get rid of it, or they can't get rid of yeah. it, and it just adds to that little bit of charm too, because you know that they're all there, they're all doing their thing, yeah. And this is what's going to go out, and then that shit just gets passed around through tapes or burnt off CDs or whatnot, or just put out on fucking file share things. If it was the early two thousands, I don't know. The equipment we had was better than the previous generation, and they were most probably saying the same shit about us. Well, but I also think, though, I think there's bands that have come out in the last 10 years and even in the last couple of years where their sound has deliberately gone for a retro feel. Yeah, yeah. Where they've not gone for the overproduced sort of thing as well because I think if you're growing up with stuff which is only perfect sounding, at some point someone's going to be like, all right, enough. Like, come on, let's go and do something a little bit different. Something rough like... I would say... I'm not sure we did have that much better equipment. Actually, funny enough, I was listening to um, Bobby Payne's podcast with uh, Barney Greenway today. Barney was talking about how in the 80s, most of the bands back then, their demos were just rehearsal tapes and that was it. That's mad, isn't it? Yeah, that's what most bands done. And at least when I was 18 or whatever, like, or we could borrow a four track from someone and at least kind of like do something that was at least a little bit it still sounds when I listen to it now it still sounds fucking terrible but yeah yeah you had a little bit of control over it yeah but I remember being 18 and using the four track and being like she's amazing I know know. (laughs) (laughs) on that incredible man on that Beatles um, documentary they get two four tracks and put them together to make them into an eight track yeah and then literally they're like okay you ready 
Y'all ready? You ready? Y'all ready? One, two, three, four. Ding, 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 ding. They yeah. start playing and recording this shit. And I'm like, do you know what blew my mind? A fact that I didn't know. When the Beatles broke up, they was all under 30. Wow. The amount of hits they wrote before they even hit 30, that is incredible. And like, Beatles, what, broke up in 1969? They were a band for eight years, weren't they, the Beatles? Oh, was it? Eight years, And them, yeah. them songs are timeless. Like, whatever you say, like, to be, who can, who else could you say under 30 is with that many timeless songs, man? Give the guys their dues, yeah, man. Fucking hell. It is incredible, man. And you know what I, What strikes me as well, especially when I watch like, older bands play, is they've got chops that I could only ever dream of. Do you know what I mean? And to be able to fucking record a tune by just playing it the whole way through without fucking... No, nah, I couldn't do it. ...in one take. Yeah, I couldn't I've, do it. I've never played the whole way through a tune without making at least a tiny fuck up. There's one bit, I want to I want to get off it. Were you going to say something? No, no, I wasn't going to say anything else. No, I'm done. There's one bit, right, at the end, right, where uh, it, the, the grand finale is the show on Savile, is it Savoy? I can't remember the street. But they play on top of the rooftop. And like me being a fucking old head, right, it's funny because they look on the roof and yeah. then people from like adjacent buildings start coming out. So like you see some geezer on the building on the opposite side of the road he comes out with his top hat on, he's got a pipe, you've got these other geezers that are sitting up on the fucking chimney, you've got this bird that's on a high hill, like high hills, yeah. in a building next, like next to where they was playing, standing right in the edge of the fucking roof, yeah. and there's me thinking, shit man, where's all the PPE like? <laughs> when, I, when I work, I can't even go on the roof, I've got to do like 10 permits, yeah. I've got to have a harness, you got to watch a video, I've got to watch a video, I've got to have a hard hat, I've got to have boots, yeah. and it's just, it's just, it's just, I was watching it going, fuck me, like how times have changed, man. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Was, at my, at my work, you can't go up a ladder without doing your ladder safety oh awareness course. It's bollocks, man. And, and it is I bollocks. Watched, I watched this video, right? And it was this geezer from the 70s, 60s, whatever it was, Fred Dibner, right? Oh, and this yes, geezer man. was a steeplejack, right? And he would climb up these fucking chimneys. chimneys. Nothing, no safety gear. These things would be a fucking hundred foot up. Climbing up the outside of them just on these like metal. You've not seen those videos runs. of Fred Dimba going up the chimneys? <laughs> no, no. It's like proper Northern guys going, just yeah. talking, going, yeah, fuck. Fucking fag. Oh, really? Yeah. Just like proper Bro. Northern working class fucking dude just climbing this fucking chimney. No harness, as Steve said, no protective gear, just climbing. Yeah. And would he be chipping away with it at the fin? And then knocking it down like yeah. So I think they um, would get all the sort of shit out of the chimney, yeah, wouldn't they? And then they just knock it down. They just go straight yeah. down and shoot into the chimney like that's yeah. fucking ill. Go man. go on YouTube and just look for Fred Dibner Steeplejack. Or it's like the the, uh, the BBC page on Facebook, which is like yeah. BBC on this day, yeah. like the classic pages and it. It's fucking, no, it's that. mental, man. It's we'll, mental. We'll, we'll, I've seen the videos it. of like the the people in India, and they'll be like on some fucking twenty foot brick wall as he's putting the bricks together. He's standing on the wall, do you know what I mean? With no like But yeah, anyway, it's a really good documentary. I like anyone that's into music, man, I would say I would say um go and check it out. There was a funny thing, just I'm gonna finish up on this. Like, you know, um George Harrison, he wrote a song, My Sweet Lord. You know that song? I don't know. Maybe if I heard oh, maybe if I heard it. Dee, 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 dee. My sweet lord. No. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, like... Wait, wait, got... wait, 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 sorry, right. <laughs> Weimer just went... Dee, 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 dee. went oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know that shit. I know that shit. I do know you that You know it is, that guitar. Yeah. But he actually got a lawsuit mm, right, against mm, him for copyright, mm, like for stealing a song. 
So I actually Googled a song that they accused him of stealing and fuck me, it sounds exactly the same. It was like this girl group in the 60s. Did they win this lawsuit? Uh, yeah. yeah, they did. They won the lawsuit. And it got me thinking, I don't know if Steve's ever done this. Have you ever like wit a whiff and you'd be like, this fucking whiff's amazing. <laughs> and then two days later you come back and you're like, hold on a sec, that, that's fucking mad ball. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> or that's... Yeah. Um, uh, it's painful, isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, everyone knows that I'm a fucking fan of 80s rock. And one time I wrote this whole tune and it was this fucking really cool ballad reminding me of Skid Row and all that. And then I listened to it and I was like, I could I could just like, this is too familiar, man. Something's too familiar about this tune. And it was it ended up being um, a tune by LA Guns, which I just totally ripped off. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I just... I, I totally ripped it off. Like The guitars weren't the same, but the bass line which is the main part of that song, was the same. I was like, how the fuck did I not see that? I know, I've done it, man. I think everyone's done it, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. What's the singer from LA Guns called? It's Tracy Gunn? Phil Lewis. Phil Tracy Lewis. Tracy Gunn is a guitar player. Oh, okay. Yeah, big up Jake Marlowe. Yeah, you're the only two people who go to their show, innit? Yeah, man, last time they played, there's me and Jake just standing there like, yes! <laughs> Everyone but us is there. Well, you're, you're dicing with death with a rotten old top on the gym, are you? Holy shit! I didn't really want the job. Like, if it, if it had been a repair job... Uh, which, Back then, they most said no other way of doing it, month, five weeks, it's uh, not so bad, but... When it comes into months and months, you see, it's a bit different. Furthermore, well, well, like, well, yeah, he's knocking yeah. the food brick by brick, uh, so he's just starting from the bottom. Just yeah, so just fucking geezer, fucking knocking this whole thing down. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to the Everyone But Us podcast, episode number thirty-one. Great, it is. yes, it is. Lovely, I got that straight right off the bat. Right, as we said at the beginning of the show, this is basically our end of year show. So we're going to go through some stuff that happened during 2021. January, the start of January. What was the biggest thing that happened right at the beginning? Storming of the Capitol. Yes. Mm. Yeah. There's uh, actual hearings and shit going on as we speak right now in America. They're still trying to get to the bottom of what happened and who was into, instigated it. Why did it happen? Why did the police allow the people to actually get into the Capitol building, etc.? I think the two standout moments was the guy with the horns hat. Yeah. Oh, Jamiroquai. Jamiroquai. <laughs> 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 I feel triggered, man, because I actually like Jamiroquai. I, when I, seen the, that, I was like, yeah, that's actually yeah. legit. Yeah, that the, dude was Jamiroquai. He and really was the fucking space cowboy, man. He was, wasn't he? Was, uh, and the saddest one was, I thought was sad, was a woman being shot. I know she was a bit of a white wing... Yeah. Nutcase. Nutcase, but that was kind I, of mad, man. I can't help but feel if it was any other group of people, there would have been a lot of killings, a lot of police. 100%. I think the army would have been there already. It's all very suspect how how it just was allowed to happen. Yeah. To me, it was very fucking suspect. I hate Come what on. about a reason, what if this happened, but I'm going to do it anyway. But imagine if it was like, like some... Um, protest of like Muslim Americans or just Muslim people in general who happen to be in America yep. going like yo fucking we're getting trampled on with our rights and we're not getting respected 
and fucking Muslim men's and women stormed the fucking capital. They'll be yeah. dead. Holy fucking They'll be dead. shit. All dead. You wouldn't get, they wouldn't They'll have even got into the capital building. It would have kicked off so bad. There would have been people going, hey brother, let's go and get the guns, go shoot yeah. some fucking monsters. It would have yeah. happened, mate. It'll be it would have yeah. fucking happened. Like, yeah. It definitely would have happened. But I think a part of that was Trump. That's his yeah. voting base, isn't it, really? Yeah, so pretty he much. Probably like, put the message out. Yeah. So, what, what makes me sad about it is how misguided all those people really were thinking that they were saving their country and they were so misguided and led down that path by Trump that that's where they ended up in that ridiculous position for no fucking real reason whatsoever that's sad cool. mate because a lot of that shit in America is breaking a lot of families yeah. apart and that like but anyway Joe Biden became the 46th president C- CP Joe yeah <laughs> yeah man yeah less said about him the better man he's shit he's shit but at least it's like having a normal fucking president yeah 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 I guess but he's like shit in a traditional sense (laughs) (laughs) so going into February and um, two royals who are no longer royals Harry and Meghan Harry and Meghan yeah they decided to um, leave the royal family step back yeah yeah step back and go on Oprah Winfrey and correct cash in on every (laughs) correct Correct. This is, I don't know, man. I, I don't have an opinion. Of, I don't really care. Yeah, that's the thing. Funny like, enough, I mean, but like, I mean, I bring it up not to have like a deep conversation about it, but I bring it up because there's a lot of people in this country who like really love the royal family fucking drama shit, and like they take like a real deep personal interest in like going, oh Harry's our lad, he's our boy, like she's he's she's taking them away from us, like like as if he's their son like which I, I <laughs> yeah. find it kind yeah, of mad like that people mad. invest that amount of energy like they won't yeah. even know who their fucking neighbours are but they're rooting for fucking Harry but I think yeah. for a lot of people on the right as well like people like Nick Ferrari or the right wing commentators they're sad because Prince Harry obviously is never going to be king but he wasn't uptight like fucking Prince William he was like oh he's like lad and he's been in the army yeah. and he's like fucking likes to drink and tell fucking jokes and he plays rugby and he's like been in, and he's just yeah. like he's like he's not like a proper royal he's like a rock star royal like no but if, <laughs> if, if, if he was heir to the throne I think he'd be different of course it would I think he's just yeah. you have to follow a, 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 a part of it is the fact that he's like I'm not going to be king so like what, I can like, do what I want I, I might as well just fucking I do what I want just yeah. do whatever if, I want if, you, the point? if you're not heir to the throne you follow a different path like if yeah, you yeah, are yeah. in line for that shit you are groomed for that role that is eventually going to be you. Like, And uh, mm. one of the things that came off at the back of Harry and Meghan, obviously they went on Oprah Winfrey show, which was like a worldwide storm. But remember when Piers Morgan ducked off a GMB? Yeah. Like, he, he's yeah. got a weird obsession with like calling women out on like all the time on Twitter and shit. Like he does it with, yeah. he done it with Meghan Markle. He done it with Adele. I think he's like an opportunist bully and that's a, how he's made his name in journalism yeah. he's not he's a, a journalist he's a tabloid he was, yeah. used to be the tabloid editor of the Daily Mail isn't it like yeah he's a fucking hack yeah, yeah but he walks off of GMB because um, that dude I forgot what his name is he's getting uh, called out uh, wasn't he yeah. but I, I think that's calculated because apparently he's got another job he's going to be he's going to be hosting something for for Rupert Murdoch's thing isn't he I'm not sure if he's going to be here or in America or something like but yeah Something's coming. Moving on to March, some, it was pretty sad. Don't want to bring down the tone, but I think it's an important thing to talk about. But um, Sarah Everard, she was uh, murdered by that scumbag police officer who I will yeah, not mention was, his yeah. name. But um, yeah, that was, that really was, um, that was really yeah, that sad. Yeah, that was man. terrible, man. Someone is just on their way home from a friend's house and they're obeying to 
a police officer commands and then ends up being murdered and shit. Like, it's just fucking absolutely terrible, man. And it's weird because yeah. you're always told to listen to the police, obey what the police yeah. do. And then after after that happened, they people were saying, if a policeman pulls you over and you're on your own... Alert a bus. Alert a bus and do this. I'm like... Who's gonna? Who is gonna do that? Really? Every person. Every person. I mean, I'm not trying to belittle what happened to Sarah or anything because what happened to her was horrific and should never have happened. Sad man. But do you think that average person in the street is gonna like male or female? And like most of the time, males who get pulled over by old Bill. I'm not saying it doesn't happen to women, but you're gonna get pulled over and you're gonna like hell down a bus to come and stop you or whoever's no. They're gonna be like, there must be a reason why the police have pulled him over or or her over. No, No one wants to interfere because. They don't only get in trouble. Yeah, so yeah. it was just them at the time, the police trying to cover their backs and just yeah, yeah. come out with shit just to, because there was a, it was a PR disaster for them. Like, yeah. like a serving police officer who was yeah. like a royal protection officer as well, I think. Like. The amount of times like friends have said to me, yeah, I was out today and some guy come up to me and he just, he just wouldn't fucking leave me alone and that. They're fucking everywhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's one of the things that I saw a lot of different videos and that where women were saying like, someone's doing it. I was sitting there thinking, but none of my mates would do that. Like, I'd never do that. But they're, they're making a point. They're saying like, actually, someone's doing it. They're everywhere. There's loads of people doing it. So it is someone's fucking mate somewhere. This is. <sighs> I just think there's a lot of men who think they're just entitled to a woman's time. Oh, there is. And, yeah, yeah. And yeah. they're not. They, they don't want no. to talk to you. They don't want to talk to you, like, simple as that. I, I used to get annoyed, yeah, when I'd be, like, walking late at night on the street and there'd be a woman in front of me and she'd be looking back, like, really scared, like I was going to do something. I used to be like, what, what you think? I used to get annoyed. I used to say it personally, but to be honest, now I understand, like... Yes, yeah. I, I had, I had, I don't know if I spoke about it on this podcast, but about a couple of years ago, I went to the, um, uh, the um, Revolution Calling uh, Festival in Holland. Yeah. And I was walking back to my hotel. My hotel was on some campus in the middle of nowhere. And I remember I was a bit drunk and I was walking back and there was a girl in front of me. She must have been going to the campus as well. And I was like, everywhere she turned, I would turn. Oh, gosh, yeah, and I yeah. was like, oh, what the fuck I do? Because I know she's shitting herself right now. Yeah. And like, it was just, what I ended up doing is like, because I was following the uh, Google, Maps. Google Maps. I said, fuck it. I'm going to just take the long way. I was freezing. I wanted to get. I wanted yeah. to get back to my hotel room, but I was like, "This is." Just, I can imagine she's feeling really uncomfortable right now. So I just went the long way. But like, yeah. I think as guys, sometimes you got to realize uh, you got to realize the situation. I used yeah. to get offended by it, but now I understand. Is that saying situ- read the room in it? Like, yeah, read the yeah. room and just say, you know what? Let me yeah. stop for let me five cross minutes. Over, let me cross over the other side of the road, or yeah. let me hang back a little bit. Let me not walk super super fast behind her, like to make it even more uncomfortable. Yeah. Quite a long time ago. Actually, I met, I mentioned it to like one of my mates. I was, I was just saying, yeah, it's the worst. It's so uncomfortable, like, because you just all you want to do is tell them that you're not a threat because you're not a threat, and you want to make them feel alright, that like safe and all that. But if you, if you went up to them, look, look, I'm not a threat, alright, don't worry. That makes you sound like even more <laughs> yeah, of a threat. It does. But then my mate turned around and she was just like. Yeah, well, think how it feels for her. Like, it feels terrible for you, but fucking hell, she's worrying if she's going to get murdered. Nice. It's fucked, isn't it, man? Yeah, it is. Uh, it's sad. Let's hope we don't get any more of this shit, but you know it's going to fucking happen, mate, because man's are just fucking insane. Right, moving on to April. Um, Prince Philip, the Queen's husband, passed away at the age of 99 years old. Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She, couldn't, she couldn't attend the funeral. Well, she went to the funeral, but she had to sit on her own. 
lots of people see that picture of the Queen sitting there on her own mm. and they're like, that could be my name. As a human being, seeing someone who's just lost their father, lost, sorry, lost their husband and they're just there with mm. no family supporting that and she's just there on her own. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. like, oh shit, that's, that sucks, man. Like that yeah, really does know, suck. Yeah. Like, especially when we're hearing back now, like for obviously UK listeners, all this shit with the Conservative Party fucking having parties and yep. not sticking to rules and shit like yeah, and, then mad, go, and, then they, yeah. and they fucking go and, it's, and they're the party of fucking tradition and fucking royalists and supporting the Queen and the fucking royal family and, that, and they fucking just didn't give a shit about the fucking rules so he, he suffered mm. from uh, what I call foot in mouth didn't he oh, oh fuck me <laughs> fucking hell so I got one here in 2002 when visiting Aboriginal Culture Park in Queensland Rainforest Australia he asked the Aboriginal businessman, do you still throw spears at each other? <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake, man. He, like, he is literally that 80s comedian. <laughs> yeah. You know that 80s comedian yeah. at the social club, like, just saying the most obnoxious, sexist, racist, racist xenophobic, homophobic yeah. fucking jokes, like, that is yeah. Prince fucking Philip, like, he was that guy. He was like, the word they would say is gaff prone. Some people loved it. Like, I see some fucking mans who were like fucking black people and Asian people. Oh, he was fucking funny in that. Like, but sometimes people become the butt of the fucking joke. Like, and it's not so funny. You know what I mean? Like, and you can't dress it up as, oh, he's old. I don't, I don't believe that just because you're old, it, it automatically gets you off saying what you've said. Yeah, and I can say this. Certain things. Certain things. You can understand. You can, you can, certain things you can understand. But, if you then chat to that person and they're just not open to a different point of view, then I think that's just on them. Mm. Yeah. I, don't, I don't believe you can reach a certain age and just say, no, I'm not learning anything else. I've just got my views, that's it. I think that's bullshit. Yeah, it's that, true because there are because there are a lot of old people now who actually, when they were younger, when they were growing up, they would say racist or homophobic shit, but now they've realised and or they've had like a their son or their daughter, they've just said to them like you can't say that anymore we, you know, yeah. we know you're a good person you just can't say that and they're yeah. like you know what I'm going to try I'm not going to say yeah. that anymore and they, they, they do fucking, sometimes it might be a slip with a tongue like oh shit I know I shouldn't say that I've got enough experience now to say that yes you can fucking change your opinion we always being lazy discuss music and the way you think about music yeah, yeah it's, but just, the way it's kind of the it. same thing like it's just yeah nah. but we also recognise that we're older yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. And we also recognise that... I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm not making an excuse. We even said this, like, exactly earlier in this same, self-same episode, we we were talking about, yeah, people get into what they get into when they get into it, and that's why they think it's cool, and that's cool. Prince Philip, I hope you're chilling with Thatcher, and Pinochet, and Savile. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Enjoy. Um, April, going into May, it was around the same time. You might not remember this, but I do. I've even spoke to Steve about it. For all the football heads. Remember the Super League? Yeah. Oh yeah, the Super League kicked off, man, and all the Premier all the fans went nuts. Yeah. Bruv, it was like I remember it was it happened on the Sunday. I don't know what the date was, but there was no one could relax properly because there was a match. And after the match, no one was talking about the match that had just been yeah. played. Yeah, yeah. Everyone was, was like there's something going on yeah. but we don't know what's actually going on but apparently there's going to be um, an announcement from clubs and that about this breakaway team but we're not too sure we're not sure and then the, the news came out of that 
Real Madrid have said that they want to start and Juventus have said they want to start a European Super League and there's going to be 12 clubs and there's going to be other clubs who get invited to it every year. It was just some proper vanity projects from yeah. just the, the rich owners of the clubs Money. who just yeah, wanted, yeah. they just basically wanted to start a league where they can just sell the rights of the football matches and that to the highest bidder and then they can just have their league matches in their obviously home cities where they play and then do other like because yeah. you know that shit always ends up being yeah. oh we're going to play some shows in America yeah. we're going to go play some shows in China or Japan or yeah. Australia or the Middle East and that it was as you said it was all down to money but like yeah there was massive drama over it um, clubs eventually just started peeling away from it because the fallout was incredible it was like, incredible man like the fans went nuts do you know yeah. what they had like um, loads of they had like a protest outside the Emirates Stadium <laughs> and there was a fucking did you see that video was, this guy, uh, there was Arsenal a was one of the clubs didn't they was Arsenal one of the clubs yeah Arsenal, yeah, Arsenal was going to be I don't know yeah. why because we've been fucking dog shit for a while <laughs> Well, it was the it was the Chelsea fans, like yeah, it, because it was the Chelsea ones who started, who were like went down to Kings Road and they kicked off. Even Peter Check had to come out. Oh, I remember that. And, down, like, down. Yeah, yeah. and then they <laughs> I that. and then literally yeah. half an hour, an hour later, Chelsea were like, "We're out," and that's when it started to crumble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because as soon yeah. as you have one team goes, "We're out," and then everyone else is like, "Oh, should we be part of yeah. it?" I don't think we should. It's not going to be good for us. So everyone just started falling. Then it was them, Man City fell, and then Arsenal, yeah. and then Liverpool. Liverpool held on for quite a lot for a while, actually. I think Liverpool, they, they, they didn't want to let go. Yeah, they man. weren't letting go of that. Yeah, so Liverpool yeah. held on for that for quite a bit. But then eventually, they all fell. And then there was, as you mentioned, the protest at Arsenal. And then there was a protest at May United, where yeah. they broke into the stadium and ran on the pitch. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you're Arsenal, you're West Ham, I'm Watford. From my point of view, if Watford would have got involved in something like this, that would pro- possibly be the end of it for me. Like, I'd be going to watch Boreham instead. Even Arsenal, I was like, nah, I'm not interested. Nah. I was going to say, so I was going to ask you two, like, what would you have done? If Ars- if it had gone ahead, Arsenal was actually one of the team, if West Ham would have gone, got involved with it, like, what would you have done? Would you have said, fuck it, done. I'm watching like Boreham from with now football. on? They would have been done with it. I'm yeah. already, like, you know what I mean, yeah. It. I'm not just saying it for the sake because you said it, but I was like, yeah, I'm done with this. So I've had a season ticket at Watford now for about 13, 14 years, something like that. And I think there's going to be a point where I'm just like, no, nah, enough's enough. I'm I'm done. I'm going to non-league games from now on or nothing higher than like League One or something. But you would, football... you would be having a little sneaky look to see how Watford got on. <laughs> <laughs> you most most probably just end up maybe again. And this is the thing they know that we're so attached to these clubs. They can literally just do whatever they want and we're like, this attachment, it's literally like, for some guy to start mm. being married, man. There's a point though. And it ain't even like taking a stand for the sake of it. It just stops being your club, I think. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Not that Watford ever would be involved in that because we're a much smaller club comparatively to most of the Premier League. But if it was something that we got involved with, I think that would be where I drew the line. I was just like, I don't think I can really go and watch this anymore. It, it ain't the same anymore. Moving on to fucking June. We touched upon it briefly in the last episode, but um, there was obviously the Euros that happened at Wembley and all other stadiums around Europe as well. England got to the final, sadly lost to Italy. There was a lot of disorder. There was a lot of drama and shit. But um, it was kind of cool just for for that brief period of it was close. Like For the first time in any of our lives, yeah. we saw England get to a final in a major yeah. tournament. Yeah, I was glad. So, flopped at the final, man. Yeah. But you know what? 
it was it was a great tournament and just to get to the final of anything was brilliant. Even though they lost, you know that's going to get milked now, yeah? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because Euro 96 and World Cup 90 got milked for fucking ages, but yeah. there's only so much milking of that you can do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now this one's going to get fucking milked, like... What was the song that then? It's coming oh, yeah, home. Coming oh, it's three yeah. lines. I actually think yeah. that's quite a great song, actually. It's a classic now, isn't it? Yeah. It's weird because I Lewis, remember. Lewis in, ain't convinced. I remember in 1996 when that came out, yeah. Yeah. I remember thinking, oh, I don't know, because I was a it's kid. Catchy. I was a kid when World in Motion was the fucking mm, that's tune. Emotion. And to me, that was the ultimate football that's the song. Ultimate football song. Yeah. Right. And then when when that song came out in ninety six, I was like, oh no, this is this sounds like the seventies or something. It's just but not gonna lie, it is it's, it's become it's a classic. Catch, it is a catchy yeah. If you can play two yeah. tunes in the pub and you wanna get people riled up, yeah, yeah. three lines of course because it's yeah. very easy to sing along to. But yeah, my tune is like World emotion, man. I mean, I was a five-year-old kid. Yeah. So I don't really remember that that World Cup at all. First one I remember uh, was '94. I, I went but on that tune. Was, that tune is so good, great, man. man. I went so on a good. I went on a trip to the Isle of Wight with my school, yeah, and we had a disco on the last day, and I just remember them playing that, and all of us were just like giving it <laughs> <laughs> proper. Like everyone was on the dance floor for that tune. It's oh, a great tune, man. When John Barnes bit comes in, it's just John Barnes is a bit of a weirdo now, but. When that fucking bit came in, that was just incredible. Yeah, man. But anyway, commiserations to England and all the mans and shit. Um, hopefully, next time at the um, Qatar. This time, this time next year. Just bring your son to win I'm, fucking win the World Cup. I am not interested in that fucking talk. From the moment that Qatar got that fucking World Cup, I was just like, that is bullshit. That's fucking corruption at its peak. Oh yeah, definitely. I hate the fact that we're having a fucking World Cup in a fucking desert, mate, where no one cares about <laughs> fucking football. Um, just quickly, keeping it on June, uh, that news channel, GB News, launched. <laughs> so for anyone who's not familiar with GB News, some of our international listeners, it's basically right-wing reactionary Fox News, but British though. But the guy who started the, um, the channel, Andrew Neil, he actually left it because... It wasn't the channel that he thought it was going to turn into because it's now literally just turned into like a lockdown skeptic. They just got some mad views and he had to disassociate yeah. from it. So thanks to Andrew. It was like too lowbrow for him, wasn't it? Yeah. Basically. Because it is trash. It's like trash politics or something. It's Jeremy like, Cole level channel, fucking. It's Jeremy Cole level news. <laughs> yeah. right? It fucking is. I've never yeah. listened to it's, it. But it's yeah. fucking nuts, mate. But. He's fucked his career. Fuck him, I don't care. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. We spoke about it previously. Big up the Ready Eye Collective. UK Hardcore Returns. The uh, yeah. COVID yeah, spreader yeah. event. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, that the happened. COVID Returns. COVID UK Hardcore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> UK, UK Hardcore. I can't even do it. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, it was great. It was good. Let's hope for better times next year with our fests and shows and shit. Um, just quickly, Jeff Bozo, oh, sorry, Bezos, he went to um, space. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I see him crying and shit from it. He like, dipped, he like dipped space. He like just put his bell end in and just came back down again, innit? Like, <laughs> just the tip. Just the tip, like. Everyone but us. Straight from the heart of London. Um, moving along quickly, because it is getting a little bit late, but... Um, in August, the United States of America and its allies all pulled out from Afghanistan in what many people said at the time was a hasty retreat. Um, I know none of us are Middle East fucking experts, or but we've all got a fucking opinion. I thought it was um, about time. I know it's going to suck for a lot of people who live out in Afghanistan because the Taliban 
are pretty fucking nuts and shit in how they govern and how they do shit but you can't be just in someone else's country for fucking so long it's just yeah. going to be a continuation um, of violence and violence and violence and violence yeah. essentially we went in there tore the place up fucking got rid of the Taliban or whatever yeah and then we've just gone do you know what we're not going to do this anymore see you later that Good was luck. my thing it was just like how quick it like just went from because I knew that was going to happen they, they, yeah because it's, it's like what was the point of it all kind of thing yeah. well, they, reckon the, they reckon the conspiracy I say that in quotation marks is that the intelligence agency the deep state or those type of people the CIA etc NSA they were like oh no it's going to be a couple of months before um, Taliban actually take the whole country so we've got a bit of time but they knew that it was coming and they knew so they were trying to give fucking Biden the fucking bloody nose because they knew he had to make the fucking decisions we need to stay but he was like no we're going to leave like because oh, even the previous right. president, Donald Trump, was like, yeah, we need to get out. But he didn't get out. He fucking was a pussy and he fucking ended up keeping the troops there. But at least yeah. Biden had the fucking balls to be like, yo, we've got to fucking go. We, we need to yeah. leave. But the way it was yeah. done, yeah, it fucking sucked. I've seen pictures yeah. of people clinging to the fucking plane, trying to escape. People fucking fell from the fucking landing gear and shit, like trying to get out of yeah. the country. Now, it was, it was fucking sad to see, like, again, on the human fucking thing of looking at it, you're like, yeah, yeah. this fucking sucks. But... There were so many things that happened in Afghanistan where there's just fucking the military, the contractors and that who, and the, the ones who make all the weapons and shit and build all the bases. This is like millions and millions and millions of pounds and dollars just spent and just wasted and just, you see all the Taliban just walking around and all the With fucking gear and, yeah, like, yeah, know, and yeah. all the guns and all the shit all was the, just left. Tank People are like, oh, they should have bought it fucking back with us to America. It's oh. like, bah, bah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can't take that shit back to fucking America. Like, it's got yeah. to stay there. So they've got it now. They're walking around with night vision and shit, like. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, 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 just walking around with night, night vision and shit, like. Anyway, moving on from that. Remember the petrol crisis in September? Ah, uh, in the, the UK. Air, mate. That was a fucking absolute nightmare, mate. Queuing an hour for petrol, seeing fights yeah. on the forecourt. Going out at one in the morning, spending 45 minutes at one in the morning looking for a fucking yeah. garage that had petrol. Just so yeah. we could play that gig in South End. Yeah, it was kind of like Mad Max. You know, people get referring yeah. to Mad Max. <laughs> well, not, not quite as bad. I was listening to the radio. It was all right, really. But no, nah, I remember driving in the morning. Well, I don't drive, but I remember being on the bus and seeing like petrol station, like no petrol and shit, like. Yeah. And it was kind of eerie because it was like literally people just having like deep conversations, going, "I can't get petrol, like." I can't do it like oh, I've been waiting in line to get petrol. This fucking queues down fucking half down like a mile down the road with people trying to get petrol. And it was yeah. just one of those fucking we things. We don't it's need like, another way. <laughs> 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 see, Mel, oh, you just see Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson and Tina Turner like turning up, <laughs> driving the fucking BP fucking truck. Like. <laughs> and um, also just Emma Raducanu, the um, tennis player. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. She, she done, yeah, very cool. She got a sports personality of the week. Of Yesterday the she well. did, yeah, man. She Fair deserved it as well. Old, yeah, she, old she? 19, I think. Yeah, like she's him. like the youngest winner of like the first like the youngest winner of a Grand Slam yeah. like being like from a qualification perspective yeah, yeah, like yeah. like unseeded or something like that I, I, I'm not a tennis fan so but like right. yeah she just came out of fucking nowhere yeah, yeah. And she didn't it? drop a set going into October I've not really got much to towards the end but one of the important things again going back to football sorry for people who are not football fans but um, a Saudi led consortium took over Newcastle United yeah yeah 
pretty much making him the yeah. richest club in the world. They're the richest club in the world now. Richest club I in the world. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're actually going to go down, which and is they're fucking shit. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Absolute. They haven't won a game in like oh my God, five or six. They haven't won a game this, this, this season, have they? Yeah, they've won one game. They've won one game. Yeah. They've won one game. We'll leave it there for the uh, end of year review. Yeah. December is still yeah. ongoing. Um, um, we uh, we also we also uh, saw Watford be promoted to the Premier League again, which I just want to put that in there. In two <laughs> and um, we saw uh, poor old Dusty Hill from ZZ Top. I was personally quite upset about that. He uh, he passed away sadly. But ZZ yeah, Top continues, man. ZZ Top have continued. Yeah. Which is show must go on, man. Well, so that's been our review of 2021. Obviously, with some little bit of chat here and there. It's been an indifferent year. Obviously, we've still. One thing I will say is. We didn't have any talk of COVID during this review thing. Yeah, because I'm quite impressed. There's no point in like bringing something up which is still ongoing and it's again a very divisive topic. I quite like the fact that we're not talking about COVID because there is plenty other shit to talk about. So yeah, exactly that. Everyone else is talking about COVID, so we ain't. I would say that next week we will be back in lockdown. So, uh, <laughs> oh, hello, oh, Zoom. Man. Hell yeah. <laughs> Welcome back, Zoom. So glad you Welcome. could join us. <laughs> so glad you could join us, Zoom. But, so um, glad you kept your 1499 the black word. <laughs> so, anyway, just want to wrap this up real quick. But I also wanted to say many thanks to our listeners and to all the subscribers on Spotify. Apple Music, iTunes, on YouTube. Keep supporting us. Keep spreading the words. Any questions, any issues with what we've got to say, you know what you have to do. Just put something in the comment section of where we are on Instagram and Facebook. Or obviously you can message us privately or you can message us individually. But whatever you do, just keep doing what you do. And we just want to just quickly end on a nice light note and just say how this year has been for us. Before we what, do that, can okay. I can I just say a special shout out to Amphia, who I believe is our only listener on Mixcloud. Oh, okay. <laughs> Big up Amphia, man. <laughs> <I> love <laughs> yeah. Sick. So yeah, I was going to say, we just want to end on like a lighter note and just get my two esteemed guests' thoughts on how this year has been and if it's been any highlights. Shit. And what they hope <laughs> for next year as well. So I will let Weber start. No, I just want to say like I just wish you guys a happy Christmas, all listen, all the listeners, a happy Christmas, good health. I think twenty twenty three is going to be twenty two. Twenty two, Mighty McFly. <laughs> 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 no, I think twenty twenty two is going to be a few bumps in the road, but like you know, I just I just wish everyone fucking a, a good New Year. Nice, Steve. Yeah, I echo that sentiment definitely. I'm looking forward to next year and hopefully like starting to come a bit further out of this COVID shit because I don't think it's going to be quite as bad a year as it started off this year. I think 22 is going to be a little bit less terrible, hopefully, or maybe that's just me being optimistic. But what I would say is I'd like to see less people getting at each other's throats and remembering who the real enemies are. The and real enemies! And that is Luton Town FC. <laughs> <laughs> no, for, but for real though, we should, we, we should be able to disagree on things about hating each other. There's too much of that going on at the moment. 
for real, for real, definitely. Let's remember who the real fucking people are that are pulling the strings. Let's echo that from Steve. Just a couple of bits for me. I just want to say uh, 2021 was, again, very indifferent with what's the ongoing situation, but I did manage to go on holiday twice. One of the holidays was uh, a wedding. It was Ryan Liron who got married. So once again, or well, I'm not sure if we've said it, but congratulations, congratulations to yeah, them both. Definitely. Um, they're currently on holiday on their honeymoon in Mexico so that goes well I went to Lanzarote as well had like a proper boomer holiday and shit that was fucking incredible had a great time um, boomer Christmas, holiday yeah <laughs> <laughs> Lanzarote mate no it was cheap it was it was. I, I was fuming at first because when we got there I was like what the fuck are we doing this is shit but then after the next day I was like nah you know what I'm on holiday for like seven it's days right, it? just enjoy it like it's volcanoes and that there aren't there I never done under that. We just, yeah. me and Rachel just went to the beach most of the time. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was great. And then obviously shows coming back was fantastic. I mean, obviously it's it's still a little bit weird, a bit different, but it was just good to see a lot of people just sort of like back in that zone of the vibe and like busy shows, especially Damage is Done, Yuka Harko Returns, um, all the other shows that happened. We, us in Ironed Out, we did play some shows up north as well. And we obviously played some shows down here in, in London and Birmingham as well. And they were all well attended yeah. and they were great. For next year, I've got some plans. Not going to reveal anything as yet, but I'm working towards some things that I hope we're going to work out and I'm going to work really hard towards them. And obviously, we're going to have more interviews for everyone but us. If you've got any suggestions, let us know. But we've got a couple of things in the pipeline. So we will definitely go back to... Um, interviewing at some point getting some yep. bands on so let us know yeah I know what one of his plans is by the way it's getting Guns N' Roses to do the new crossing <laughs> <laughs> oh mate imagine Guns N' Roses the new crossing they won't be able to park their fucking tour bus down that street <laughs> <laughs> oh fucking hell man so, yeah. at least they're open late though yeah that's true like that's true so from all of us at everyone but us podcasts we wish, wish you a Merry Christmas. Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. Christmas. And happy. Yeah. So good to join you, John. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everyone. Shall it up your ass. You're listening to the Everyone But Us podcast, straight from the heart of London.